Hello and welcome to Grizz and Steve's 90s Tuck Shop Time Machine. I'm Grizz. And I'm Steve. So this is a very special episode of Tuck Shop Time Machine, a bonus episode, you might say. We just want to say a big thank you to everyone that took the time to listen to the first season. We had a lot of fun making it and we've had some lovely feedback from, uh, from friends, from people that we don't know. We had a fantastic uh, response from Cobra from Gladiators <laughs> the other day. Um, who is now following us on Twitter. So if you're not, you should, because Cobra is. I was going to say childhood dream come true, but um, I, I don't think I imagined Twitter in my childhood. But <laughs> <laughs> If you had, you'd be a very rich man. <laughs> um, we should use a time machine to go back. <laughs> I know, I know. That, that's, yeah, go back to, a back to the future where he goes back. And, <laughs> exactly. And, what, he gets the magazine with all the, um, all the, all the winning um, Super yeah. Bowl. What um, we do instead of that, we we'll invent Facebook and Twitter and all the social media stuff. Yeah, yeah, we'll invent podcasts. Well, yeah, that as well. <laughs> right. You know, I've got a friend of mine. I don't know if she's listening or if she, if she will listen, but she uh, she often sends me voice notes. You know, like a voice note. You know, if I send you a voice note, it might be mm. I don't know, like a minute, two minutes. Um, yeah, she sends me voice notes sometimes that are fifteen minutes long. Wow. <laughs> I'm like, right, go get myself a coffee, sit down. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, relax. Exactly. It's um, almost a podcast. Well, this is what I said to her. I said, listen, <laughs> all that talking you do on these voice notes, she said, she said to me, 15 minutes is nothing. She's done a 42 minute voice note before on WhatsApp. So I said, listen, if you can do that, you can do a podcast. And I, she writes these brilliant blogs. And I said, I really encourage you to, to do a podcast. So yeah, absolutely. Yeah. If yeah, any maybe we'll get time, her on she is yeah exactly we'll get her on and if in a year's time she's doing it then um i'll reveal who that friend is <laughs> um, <laughs> well i just want to echo the steve's thanks there to to everyone who listened to series one of tuck shop time machine mm -hmm. uh and speaking of voice notes we've got a voice note coming up from one of our lovely listeners but oh, we've had good. people from uh the us germany ireland australia denmark israel egypt cyprus indonesia canada the netherlands and of course here in the uk and we just want to say we really appreciate it. Thank you all for listening. And um, definitely, yeah. And uh, we will be uh, bringing a series two to you um, in the not too distant future. Definitely. A, a special thank you to anyone who who listened the whole way through to the grunge episode because yeah. I'm fully aware that me and Grizz were indulging <laughs> ourselves, <laughs> and our friend Dave did listen to the end. Yes. God bless you, Dave. God bless think, you, Dave. Yeah, we need to put Dave in for like a knighthood or something. <laughs> we do. We definitely do. I'll tell you what, though. What is exciting about season two, and there's a little snippet for um, a little, I say snippet. We haven't really, we haven't recorded anything yet. Um, but here's a little, uh, it's an exclusive for our listeners. tell them that, Steve. Um, season two, we will be inviting some guests onto the podcast. So, um we look forward to having people join us in some of the episodes as well. That's it. Yeah. And hearing some uh, other opinions as well on some of the stuff. Well, this is it because you and I pretty much always have the same opinion apart yeah. from the three ninjas movies, <laughs> um, a film which you haven't bloody seen. You have such a strong opinion over um, or strong opinion on, um, but it will be nice to, to hear some other people's opinions as well. Um, we, we did, we, you know, we got some feedback that we 
we two Sega boys definitely didn't give Nintendo a fair shot during our Sega and Nintendo episode. Yeah. Um, and speaking of which, we didn't speak about the N64, did we? Yeah, well, this is it. We thought we could use this uh, little bonus episode here as well to clear up anything that we didn't perhaps mention in in any of the episodes from Series 1. And yeah. that is definitely something that... Uh, I, I can't believe we left that out, to be honest, the N64, because I, I... Did you have an N64? No. Do you know what? I had it for a day. Um, How do you have it for a day? <laughs> you didn't chuck it out the window like your talk boy or whatever it was. I came close. Um, <laughs> no, I bought, I bought a second-hand one from Chris Street Market, um, and it just didn't work. It didn't work, so I took it so back. So you didn't even really have it for a day? <laughs> I, th- I, think, I think when I turned it on, it was sort of black and white and grainy. So I sort of played, I sort of had a half N64 for a day. <laughs> wow, that is, that's very sad. But um, I had an N64 and I loved it. Um, yeah. And um, Mario Tennis is um, a game that I think is very underrated. It doesn't seem to get... Um, yeah. Yes! People talk about N64 and they talk about the great games on it and everything. Mario, I was always play- playing Mario Tennis. And yeah. uh, nobody ever seems to mention it, but obviously the big one is Goldeneye. I was going to say Goldeneye, yeah. Or Job throwing his hat. Yeah, the the wrestling games on the N sixty four were pretty good, um, and then you had um, like stuff like Zelda, yeah, Pokemon, Pokemon Stadium, yeah. Ah, oh, um, Pokemon Stadium, that was a good game. That was that was awesome, yeah, yeah. That was a really good game. My old my old uh, friend from school, he had one, so I, whenever I went to his house, I'd play N sixty four. Um, but yeah, we didn't speak about it, did we? We we kind of completely. Do you know what I it is? I can't believe it. I don't think we even mentioned the name of the console. <laughs> no, I don't think we did. I think the reason we didn't was because it's such a. It, I tie it in with PlayStation, and we didn't really because we didn't touch on PlayStation. I kind of yeah. didn't think about N sixty four to be honest. That's true. Yeah, yeah, uh, it's true. Which is strange. I've always thought it's strange that it that it sort of came out at that time when there was like the Sega Saturn and the PlayStation, and then you had the N sixty four, which was still using the cartridges. You know, yeah. um, and then obviously yeah. the Saturn and the PlayStation were discs, weren't they? But um, yeah, yeah. But the N64 was great. Um, I loved it. Of course, Mario Kart on there as well. Yeah. Um, Mario Kart's good on, on whatever uh, console you play it on. But yeah, that was a shocking. Um, um, what's the word? It's not discovery. Um, Definitely not discovery. Response. <laughs> No, well, I mean, like, a mission, that's the one. <laughs> I was going to say, emittance. That's not a word. <laughs> it's a shocking emittance. Oh, yeah. uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm just thinking of little gloves. <laughs> yeah, exactly, that's what I was thinking of. <laughs> oh, dear. Oh, um, but, yeah, so apologies uh, if we offended anyone by not uh, speaking about the N64 yeah, at all. Well, this is it. I think, to be fair, a lot of people that listened, um, I, I got a voice note from our friend Aaron one day. Mm. Um, and on the recording, I think it was the N64. It was, it, no, sorry, it was a Nintendo versus Sega episode. Um, Console Wars. If you haven't listened, go and listen. Um, Aaron sent me a voice note and you could hear a bit of the recording. And on the recording, I say, you know, I'm, gonna, I'm, I'm sure loads of people out there are now yelling, you're wrong, you're wrong. And then Aaron was just literally yelling down the phone, you're wrong, <laughs> you're wrong. Um, so it's nice yeah. that we get that kind of response from our listeners. <laughs> yeah, I mean, everyone is welcome to their opinion, even when their opinion is wrong. So. I was going to say, even when it's wrong, <laughs> yeah, yeah. you're welcome to it. Not right. I'm sure um, our 
good friend Sean would have been uh, not too happy that we omitted the N64 as well. Because uh, I know Sean was a big N64 lover. Yeah. Was it Sean that mentioned the N64, the, 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 the lack of N64 coverage? It probably was, yeah. Yeah, yeah. we got a stern email. <laughs> <laughs> oh, apologies, Sean. Sean is now sitting there listening to this with his slippers on, nodding. <laughs> Happy. Just the slippers on. Just, yeah, Nothing just else. <laughs> Put it away, Sean. <laughs> oh, are you talking about the N64? Put it away. <laughs> <laughs> Sitting there, just the slippers playing his N64. <laughs> oh, I've got a very strong image in my head. <laughs> playing Goldeneye. <laughs> <laughs> just throwing his hat no. on the ass. Um, <laughs> oh, dear. But I yeah. Think- I think I think I think on the other subjects, I think we 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 managed to um, hit quite a lot and, and t- touch on a lot of a uh, lot of details. Mm, so mm. I think we did we did pretty well actually. Yeah, I like to think of uh, each episode as a definitive guide to that subject. I'm sure. I agree. I agree. <laughs> I'm um, sure everyone will agree with that. Did you? Uh, you told me we we received a uh, a voice an audio note from someone. Yeah, so I mentioned earlier, um, as I said, one of our lovely listeners, um, apologies if I'm pronouncing this wrong, but it, it's um, Eli Nathan or Eli Nathan. Um, yeah, and he, uh, he sent an audio note on the Console Wars episode. Right. Um, I'm just going to play it now. Yep. And, uh, and then we can discuss. Oops, that's us. Oh, no, that's us. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we'll cut that bit out. I was always jealous. All my friends that had Nintendo. But when I look back, retrospectively, I think having a Mega Drive was better. Just had more games, had more time to play. And come on, Sonic was so good. So there you go. Eli or Eli Nathan Nathan I'm so, again I'm sorry for the pronunciation there but um he obviously agrees with us another and Sega boy yeah another Sega boy and and um I totally agree with him because I was jealous I told, I think I'd said in my uh, in in that episode that mm. my cousin had uh, a SNES and I was yeah. jealous of, of my cousin but yeah but looking back on it I think I mean we're going <laughs> to we're We've already buried Nintendo once. We're gonna do it again. <laughs> We're gonna do it again. <laughs> George, yeah. George's taking his slippers off, putting his shoes on. He's coming over to <laughs> give us a slap. But yeah, I mean, that's how I feel about it as well. I totally agree that um, that you know, as a child, I was like, yeah, I want a SNES as well. But yeah, I'm I'm glad I had the Mega Drive. Yeah, but we've yeah. we've said this in a few episodes, especially about the uh, the Christmas one, how. There are certain consoles and, 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 and toys that you always wanted when you were a kid, but you never had. Um, but as an adult, you feel like you don't want to buy them because that kind of mystery would be... Yeah, exactly. Kind of gone. No, I, I sent you a link recently, didn't I, of a woman that spent about £13,000 by buying all the toys she ever wanted when she was a kid. <laughs> what a hero, right there. I mean, what a lot of money for a start, but yeah. she's... Um, yeah, she, you know, if you can afford it, then I'd love to do that. Living but at the same time, like you say, then it does, it ruins the, the mystique, doesn't it? It does. It really does. I've, I've done it before where I've bought things that 
through rose tinted glasses, I'm just like, oh my God, it was amazing. It was incredible. And then you buy it as an adult and you go, shit really. (laughs) I still haven't played Street Fighter. The, the one that I bought. <laughs> I don't think you should, to be honest. Actually, no. Look, Street Fighter is great. We all know Street Fighter. Yeah, yeah. I play Street Fighter enough to know that it's great. Um, I did introduce my daughter to um, Carmen San Diego recently. I had the Carmen San Diego uh, Mega Drive game. That's nice. Yeah, and I introduced her to that, and she loves it. Does she enjoy it? Day, you know? I was going to say that. Does she enjoy playing the uh, Mega Drive? Well, she enjoys playing that game. Uh, she's been playing Echo the Dolphin as well. So um... Just about to say, get off Echo. <laughs> she, she'll love it. She'll absolutely love it. Yeah, yeah. She, she, she does love it. But then again, you know, those are two things that I know she, she loves. <laughs> I don't know if she'd uh, enjoy Mortal Kombat so much. <laughs> my five-year-old daughter. <laughs> <laughs> but you never know. You, you could do two-player, couldn't you? The pair of yours. Yeah, or do that classic thing that you mentioned, you know, that uh, give her a controller that isn't plugged in. Yeah, make her think she's uh, playing it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> we also received um, we received an email recently from mm. from a listener, um, someone called Denzel Filopowitz, mm-hmm. who said that they listened to our wrestling episode, um, and <laughs> we 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 completely sort of rubbished. British wrestlers um, and we didn't really talk much about British wrestling and um, we focused so much or too much on WWF and WCW um, American wrestling federations mm. and um, Mr. Filopowitz, um mentioned that we didn't we didn't discuss not only did we not discuss British wrestling but we didn't discuss apparently the greatest British wrestler of all time someone called the fisherman now yeah i've I've never heard of the fisherman before me neither but apparently according to to um the listener um that then that the fisherman was the greatest british wrestler and sort of like shrouded in mystery just kind of like was, was 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 going to such high places but then just disappeared yeah, um, I don't know about you, but I've I've looked it up. I've looked this yeah. uh, fisherman character up. Yeah. Um, since reading this email, yeah. and um, yeah, it's, it's amazing. Like you say, he just um, apparently he he was uh, negotiating with some of the federations in America, the wrestling yeah. federations in America, or something. Yeah, yeah, and yeah, yeah. Just just disappeared. Don't know. Nobody knows what happened to the guy. No. Apparently, they were saying like he could have been you know, bigger than The Rock or bigger than Stone Cold Steve Austin. Like, like, like yeah. you know, if the fishermen had signed these contracts and, and become this American wrestling, well, British wrestler in American Wrestling Federation, yeah. um, he would have been huge. He probably would have eclipsed The Rock and Stone Cold and Shawn Michaels and, and everyone else. Um, well, I saw um, at least one person describe him as British wrestling's answer to Hulk Hogan. Which is a uh, pretty high, pretty high praise. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, what, what, like same as you, I kind of had a look online and found some really interesting facts about it because there's, I mean, there isn't much about him. No. There is. There are a few websites kind of dedicated because some people have gone out there to try and find find the fisherman, <laughs> which is just bloody brilliant. I mean, I've got to be honest. I want to find the fisherman myself now. Mate, I mean, let's do it. <laughs> when your kids are back, Not a new podcast. Yeah, finding the fisherman. 
<laughs> Searching for Sugar Man, finding the fisherman. <laughs> exactly. Um, I mean, this is, no one knows where he is. No one knows if he's alive or... Uh, I mean, there are rumours that he is alive. Yeah, apparently there's been sightings. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> well, like, yeah, or sightings of him wrestling people in the woods. <laughs> yeah, yeah, wrestling fish. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, speaking of which, like, what I did find online, a few little things about, like, he's actually wrestling, sort of, let's say wrestling style, but wrestling moves. I saw online that, it had, that he would, um, he had, like, a finishing kind of move called uh, the fish hook, which was similar to mankind's um, claw. So what he yes. would do is sort of fish hook them in their, in their, in their mouth and then yeah. finish them and then pin them, I suppose. Exactly, uh, yeah. But they used to do this thing before, before he'd do the hook. People knew it was coming. What he would do, he was do this kind of like reeling sort of motion. He caught a fish. <laughs> so he caught the wrestler, would reel him in, and the wrestler would, would sort of jump in like a fish. <laughs> like that. Stick his Go finger on. in their gob. <laughs> hook them onto the floor pin them and win which it sounds like the best finisher of all time i would love to because sadly <laughs> I, I wasn't able to find any footage of, of this no, guy that's it there, but, there's no footage at all there's no photos there's no footage nothing but oh my god i would love to have seen that in, in action i would love to see how that how that works and apparently you would wear like fishing gear in the ring like fishing yeah. you know waders <laughs> you get that it's like I don't know how to explain it. They're like big wellies that go right up to your chest. Yeah. You know, you wrestle in like giant wellies. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I'm pretty sure they're called waders. Like when yeah, you see waders, people standing yeah. out in the middle of the river, wading and, uh, into the water. Yeah, which is just. I mean, it can't have been very comfortable, but no, no not get... at all. But there was. I mean, there was quite. I mean, on these on these websites dedicated to finding the fishermen. Um, there, you know, there's a few little like important details, like you know, like apparently the fans would wear T-shirts that said "Gone Fishing." Yes, yeah, genius. And, and he, had a, he had a fan club at the time. Yeah. yeah. Called the Fisherman's Friends. <laughs> that is bloody genius. That is Absolutely so genius. And, listen, if you were in the Fisherman's Friends fan club, yes, please let us know. Get yeah. in touch. If you had a Gone Fishing T-shirt. Or what, what the Fisherman Friend fan club entailed, you know, did you get, did, did they send any, like, notes that were supposed to be written by the fishermen? Or, like a fisherman friend. Yeah, or maybe he sent, like, maggots to you in the post or yeah. like, things like that. <laughs> but the Slipknot fans are called maggots. <laughs> yeah, exactly, yeah. There you go. Maybe it's... maybe sent, like, a little, you know, like, a fishing tackle and... Uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Stuff to you in the post. I mean, it, it was. I think it was a London-based wrestler, wasn't it? It was part of. Was it the SWF? Was it? The yeah, South based in Southwest London. Apparently, yeah, 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 somewhere, yeah, yeah. somewhere in Southwest London. Yeah. Yes, yeah. I mean, it's uh, it's shocking that being a wrestling fan. Yeah. That I never heard of this guy, but then saying that. Yeah. Um, you know, I wasn't into British wrestling, so that yeah. that's it. I ne I don't really know. I mean, even I guess the the wrestlers that did eventually make it in America, like Bulldog, yeah, uh, William Regal, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know, um, British wrestlers like like that. Hmm. I, they must have started off in federations over here. Well, this is. I, I wonder if any of them have wrestled the fishermen. I would love to know. If you have wrestled the fishermen and you are listening, get in touch. <laughs> <laughs> if you've been hooked. 
yeah, <laughs> William Regal, if you're listening to this, <laughs> and mate, you wrestled the fishermen in the 90s in southwest London. <laughs> mate, Cobra's following us on Twitter. Like, some questions are going to get answered. Um, <laughs> I, 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 you know, I'd, I'd, like you, I'd like to know a lot more. Apparently, he's, he had like a rival, like, like a main rival. Um, oh, this is brilliant. Called the Codfather. <laughs> the Codfather and the Fisherman. I mean, it's just... Again, I would love to see the Codfather. I'd love yeah. to see his his ring attire because I didn't yeah, find yeah, anything yeah. about that. Well, I'm imagining he... him like like the Godfather from WWF, but like, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. so like a like some sort of fish pimp. <laughs> <laughs> I was thinking like um, Brando in the film The Godfather, but like a, <laughs> a suit and everything. <laughs> in the tux. Yeah, the tux. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, does look a bit fishy in in uh, as that character. Um, but this was it. Sorry. So he was rest- So what I what I read was that he was he was rising in the eighties. Like he started, he made his mm. in the eighties, mm. the nineties that he was that he was really really big over it. Yeah, um, and that he disappeared on the eve of this big move to America. So strange, isn't it? I've got a theory. I've got a theory that he. Um, because like we said, there's been these sightings of him. Yeah. Uh, you know, people have people reckon that they've seen him around or yeah, possibly yeah. wrestling as another, using another gimmick and, yeah, and stuff yeah. like that. And I've got a theory that he, he basically, he bottled it. Yeah. You know, yeah, he, got, yeah. he got that far and maybe he couldn't, he just couldn't hack the pressure yeah. and decided, no, I'm, I'm you know, I'm not doing the big money move to America, yeah, you know, yeah, I'm yeah. going to stay here. Yeah. Um, and, uh, but he didn't want people to know yeah. that, that he'd uh, bottled it at the last minute. Yeah. And this is why he sort of yeah. disappeared and gone off to, to wrestle under a different moniker or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Could That's been. my theory. You got, yeah. you got any theories on, uh, um, I mean, maybe his manager killed him. <laughs> wow <laughs> maybe there was some deal that was going wrong and the manager was being screwed over so well, like, well you're not going to America so I'm, I'm going to <laughs> I've, the, I mean apparently the manager is, is one of the driving forces behind trying to find him and if you had killed him that would be the perfect <laughs> cover wouldn't it of course it would it's the perfect <laughs> cover I know let's find the body that I buried somewhere let, let's go and search and, and, and in search of it and just send everyone off on a bloody massive red herring. Okay. Um, Listen, we better just say that we don't actually think the manager killed him. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I'm starting <laughs> to. <laughs> I don't want to get sued or in trouble or anything. No. So um, I'm, I'm putting that out there. Steve, it's up to you what you want to say. <laughs> but personally, I do not believe for a second that Listen, <laughs> you I murdered don't. him. If you, if you don't see me, if you don't hear from me after this podcast... Then, then we'll know. Then we'll know that it was definitely... <laughs> we'll know for sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. God. But do you know what? Like, you know, as we said, if anyone has any information about the fisherman or anyone knows where he is or what happened to him or... Oh, you if know, you are a fisherman, if, if yeah. the fisherman is listening... Of course. Get in touch. Yeah. We want to Tell hear us what you. happened. Solve the mystery. Exactly. Tell us your story. Why did you disappear? Where have you been? Exactly. Or if did you're you ever catch fish. any fish? <laughs> oh, could you imagine what his theme tune must have been? Oh, what, what, what sort of fishing-related 
steam tunes could he have had? I know, I'm trying to think. Uh, Sitting on the dock of the bay or something. Yeah, like. could have been. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. God, it's just, I just, yeah, I want to know more. Yeah, yeah, I would love to know more. Uh, and Denzel Filofowitz, if you've got any more um, information, then let us know because, uh, yeah, this is an, another, I'd say this is a bigger revelation than the N64. Yeah. Mate, this is huge. This is like, you know, apparently the biggest, most famous, well, I say most famous, but would have been the most famous wrestler, yeah. apparently, would have been the most famous wrestler of all time had he moved what, to America. What could have been? What could have been? It's uh, very sad. We'll never know. We might know. We might. We might know. We might know. <laughs> but, uh, I hope we do. I do as well. But yeah, I mean, that was really, you know, that's a. I I, I find this subject really interesting. That that there's someone. I mean, obviously, the thing is, before you know the internet, before everyone started using the internet so so much in their lives, before it was so universal, there is so much that has gone under the radar. That's it. Um, you know, how many TV shows or documentaries you watch you had no idea about, like stories exactly. you had no idea about. And, you know, this is, this is one of them. And this is, you know, I, I think it's really exciting, to be honest. It is. And the fact that there's so little information out there on yeah. the fishermen is, yeah. you know, what makes it even more intriguing, I think. Yeah, I agree. I, I completely, completely agree. So, mm. yeah, as we say, if you have any information or if you are the fisherman, Please do get in touch. I feel like we're on Watchdog. <laughs> <laughs> well, <I'm looking. laughs> yeah. Of course. Uh, yeah. That program scared the shit out of me in the night. Me too. <laughs> we <laughs> could talk about that. That was the most. We should. Mate, like, what was the other one? Crime Stoppers. Yeah, it was fucking awful. It just it put the fear of that. So two <laughs> programs that scared me as a kid. Watchdog and. When there wasn't Watch. Was it Watchdog? No, Crime Crime um, Crime Watch. Crime Watch. You. Crime Watch. Yeah, one yeah, one scared yeah. Me. And another one was 999. Do you remember 999? Yeah, vaguely, yeah. Yeah, yeah. it was like, we're going to tell you a story about this horrible thing that happened. It was either um, a fire-related incident or yeah. no, fire-brigade-related incident. Ambulance yeah. or, or police. Or yeah. police. And it just put the fucking fear of God in you all the time. Every time I got in a lift, I thought it was going to break. <laughs> oh, I got stuck in a lift once in the 90s. <laughs> <laughs> it's a time machine. This is topical because no, it didn't, unfortunately. No, but um, that yeah, it was it was scary. That's all I've got to say on the subjects, really. Um, that would make I was only a kid. A pretty it was horrible. Time machine. So yeah. is it not a lift? Yeah, a lift time machine. Not, not the lift of, in my building. <laughs> Stunk of fucking piss. Yeah, my nan's did when she was not that she had her own lift, but. <laughs> <laughs> In the building she lived in, it just you know. Oh, it was yeah, it was horrible. Yeah, East I mean, we, in the nineties, <laughs> that was the smell of the of East London in the nineties, wasn't it? Piss, yeah, yeah. <laughs> piss and sweets, yeah, drugs, and drugs. Don't do drugs, kids. Um, yeah, there you go. There you go. Um, was it not called Watchdog then? What's Watchdog? Am I no, forgetting I'm thinking of, no, Watchdog. You're right. No, Watchdog is the thing that we were talking. No, so Crime Watch was the program where they would tell you fucking terrible tales of people that are on the loose. Yeah. Um, if you know this man, contact him. I'm like, oh, just yeah, and they do, they do the like uh, the identity. Yeah. Identikit thing. That's what we should do with a fisherman. If, if yeah. anybody's got a description of the fisherman, yeah, we'll we'll put up we'll, you know, and we'll make a little like a uh, missing poster or something. That would be good. That would be good. Well, I mean, I, I was, obviously haven't seen any photos of him. I can only imagine what he looked like in his outfit. But obviously, I mean, this was 30 years ago. Like, 
I mean, he went, he went missing in, what was it, 93, 94? Something like that, yeah, mid-90s, yeah. 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 Um, yeah, very interesting. Very, very interesting. I'm Googling Watchdog now because... No, yeah, so Watchdog was the other programme where they sort of, like, people wrote it. So you, had, you had, so you had Points of View, which I really liked, which was like a 10-minute programme on a Sunday where it was, I think it was Anne Robinson saying, oh, so-and-so, Mary from... Bridge End has, has written in to complain about so and so, but what? Ah, uh, yeah, yeah, that's the longer yeah. program. I think during the week where it was people would complain about things like false advertising. Yeah, so, so the program was focused on investigating complaints and concerns made by viewers and consumers over problematic experiences with tra- with yeah. traders. Yeah, which is now uh, called Twitter. <laughs> it's true. I've done that myself. I've got to write a stern letter about this. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to write a stern tweet about this these days. Yeah, yeah exactly. Uh, right. So yeah, it was Crime Watch that I was thinking of. <laughs> yeah, Crime Watch was just scary yeah. as fuck. It was. Yeah, we, it was should, we should do a, an episode on on the programs like that. <laughs> programs that scare you when you're a kid. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Why not? Yeah, who are you, are you afraid of the dark? Goosebumps. Yeah, yeah. Oh, Tales from the Crypt used to scare Tales the from shit the crypt. Me. Yeah, 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 yeah. Which I thought was a really odd cartoon for kids because it's based on the horror, the horror film. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Well, that was why it scared the shit out of me. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. There you go. Um, yeah, image, yeah, spitting image did at times as well. I remember going to watch uh, Spitting Image live, and I was only about what. Six or seven or something oh, like that. Yeah, we went to watch it live. I think yeah. it was in Covent Garden, wasn't it, or something? It was. It was. That's right. Yeah. Because yeah. I really, I was a big fan of spitting images as a kid. I didn't Me understand. Too, yeah. It was all sad, yeah, exactly. Sad, but I, it's I like did puppets. I it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, there's a great photo of me and my sister um, sitting in Covent Garden. I'm eating a burger that's like as big as my head. And <laughs> got a spitting image baseball cap on and uh, a Street Fighter jumper. It's yeah. like very nineties. That, that is like the ultimate 90s photo, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. Right, right. I'll, have to, I'll have to post it on Twitter. Yeah, 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 do. Yeah, and you know what? If anyone wants to post their 90s photo, please do. Tag us. Yeah, get in touch. Um, and if you've got any information about the fishermen, uh, you yeah. can get in touch with us. Um, what's the email address? TouchUpTimeMachine at AOL.com or on Twitter at Time underscore Tuck. Fabulous. There you go. Mm. And um, yeah, and we'll see you all in uh, series two, season see two. You in series the two. We're off yeah. to the past. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Pre COVID times. We'll see you in the past, in the future. Yeah. <laughs> <And we'll- laughs>